This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. Today, we're going to talk about something a little different than we normally do. Not a parable. We're going what? to... <laughs> um, I kind of picked a topic like, um, well, but I thought... And that's the topic. But I thought. Um, or... There is? Yeah, yeah. That's not how you said it to me. I like that. I liked it better, so I changed it. Oh, I didn't See, get to know about that. You thought it was going to be one thing. But I thought... It was something else. So, anyway, that was my idea. And it kind of came to me because I was thinking about different times in my life that I have thought one thing, and then it turned out to be something different. So, here's my story. When I was, like, second grade, I think, probably seven or eight years old... I, um, as I'm not proud of this, but my older sister and I decided to snoop around to see what we were getting for Christmas. I had not been a snooper before. I like to be surprised. So we went snooping in the basement of our house and we found a Cabbage Patch doll. And that was like the coolest thing you could get at that time. And she and I never really had a lot of, like, the in things or whatever, so we were so excited. So we covered everything back up, and we waited, like, two or three weeks until Christmas, and Christmas morning came, and we opened the presents, and there was no Cabbage Patch doll. And we always, she was a year and a half older than I am, so we always got the same things, but neither one of us got this Cabbage Patch doll. And so we were so disappointed because the one time we snoop and we knew what we were getting and we expected it on Christmas morning, we didn't get it. And so um, a few months went by and we actually got them, I think for Easter or something that year, but it turned out they could only get one because they were really hard to find. And so they just held it back and didn't give either one of us the doll until later. So mm-hmm. we, we thought we were getting something And then we didn't get it. So we were hugely disappointed on Christmas Day. And instead of enjoying anything we actually got that day, we were confused. Couldn't say anything because obviously we shouldn't have been snooping to begin with. Um, (laughs) So we just were like, what happened? I thought we were getting this doll. So Can I tell them the name of your Cabbage Patch doll? You can tell them the name of my red-headed little Cabbage Patch doll. (laughs) Its name was Irma Vicky. And I love that. I Irma. think about Irma all the time. I give you permission to name a child Irma at some point, if you would like. After you. I feel like you're named after your grandma. Irma. <laughs> what? <laughs> but we did love our Cabbage Patch dolls when we finally got them. But, you know, it taught us a really good lesson, and I don't think I've ever snooped for Christmas presents since then. <laughs> so, that's when I thought of this idea for the podcast, was the disappointment I felt that Christmas morning after expecting one thing and getting another and yeah just not getting that I don't remember what else we did get that that yeah because you were disappointed so disappointed (laughs) I have other stories I would like to say I learned my lesson about expecting one thing and not getting it but one of the most blatant examples that I can think of when I think of expectations is when our basketball team last year went into it we were really good and then number one seed number one seed we but we got a silver ball and the year before that we had won a silver ball and we were thrilled we stayed an hour after the game celebrating 
We were all taking pictures. We had a great time. But this year, this last year, when we won the silver ball, they left it in the gym and I had to go get it because they forgot the about the trophy that they just won. <laughs> it just... If that's one of the most obvious examples that comes to my mind first is just the difference between those two years where we weren't expecting much and we got a silver ball and we were thrilled or when we were expecting a gold ball and we got a silver ball and we were disappointed to say the least. <laughs> so expectations or what we think is going to happen can color everything about our experience. So kind of have that here in my notes. Oh, but I sorry. said sometimes if we set our expectations too high, we can't find the joy in reality. That's really good. Good point. So you, you said it too. <laughs> did we have some biblical? Do you want to go first with your biblical example? Of course. Um, if you turn to Second Kings five, we're gonna read verses one through fifteen, and it's it's about Naaman. Um, so I'm just gonna go ahead and read that. Don't rip your Bible. The pages are flimsy. Um, now Naaman, captain of the host, the king of Syria, was a great man with his master and honorable, because by him the Lord had given deliverance into Syria. He was also a mighty man of valor, but he was a leper. And the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel a little maid, and she waited on Naaman's wife. And she said unto her mistress, Would my God, would God my Lord, were with the prophet that is in Samaria? For he would recover him of his leprosy. And one went in and told his lord, saying, Thus and thus said the maid, <laughs> that is of the land of Israel. And the king of Syria said, Go to, go, and I will send a letter unto the king of Israel. And he departed and took with him ten talents of silver and six thousand pieces of gold and ten changes of raiment. And he brought the letter to the king of Israel, saying, Now when this letter is come unto thee, behold, I have therewith sent Naaman my servant to thee, that thou mayest recover him of his leprosy. I'm joking. And it came to pass, when the king of Israel had read his letter, that he rent his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and to make alive that this man doth send unto me to recover a man of his leprosy? Wherefore, consider, I pray you, and see how he seeketh a quarrel against me. And it was so, when Elisha, the man of God, had heard that the king of Israel had rent his clothes, that he said unto the king, saying, Wherefore hast thou rent thy clothes? Let him come now to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot, and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, Oh, um... Go and wash in the Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again unto thee, and thou shalt be clean. But Naaman was wroth, and went away, and said, Behold, I thought he will surely come out to me, and stand, and call on the name of the Lord his God, and strike his hand over the place, and recover the leper. I want to pause right there, and point out his fatal mistake here. It was in this verse, and it's where he said, Behold, I thought... I, well, I thought that he was going to do this, but he didn't. Anyway, let's let's keep reading. I just thought we should highlight that while we're while we're there. Um, Are not Abana and Farpar rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? May I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, My father, if the prophet had bid thee to do some great thing, wouldst thou not have done it? 
How much rather then, when he saith to thee, Wash and be clean? Then went he down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God, and his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. I have like, I don't, I don't know. Um, and he returned to the man of God, and he and all his company, and came and stood before him, and he said, Behold now, I know that there is no God in all the earth but in Israel. Now therefore I pray thee, take thee a blessing of thy servant. So he expected a miracle. He expected, I mean, it was a miracle, but he expected some great big thing to happen, and there would be this calling on the name of the Lord, and then like this great stuff, and then he was like, great, go wash in the Jordan, be clean. And he was like, um, well, that wasn't what I was expecting. I'm not going to do that. And his servants were like, bro, you should probably go do that. Like, (laughs) it's not that hard. Like, if he had asked you to go do some hard thing, you would have gone and done it. But because you expected differently than what you got, you're just not going to. So then he ended up doing it. And he was good, but to his expectations of what was supposed to ha- supposed I'm doing air quotes. Y'all can't see that, though. <laughs> uh, let's, yeah. And then I did it again. Like, if I did it more aggressively, I'll be able to see. <laughs> but what was air quote unquote supposed to happen didn't happen. He didn't. He didn't want it. So you got to be careful of that. You do. And it was funny because as we were talking about this idea for this podcast, like this was the one example that kind of popped out to both of us was Naaman. And then um, I thought of another one. But then as I was like doing other things throughout my day, I kept thinking of more and more examples of people throughout the Bible who thought one thing was going to happen. And so they, Abraham and Sarah, for instance, with the son that they were promised, and they were like, Boom. Oh, maybe, but it I was thought, supposed, maybe it was supposed to be the handmaid. Yeah. Like, <laughs> maybe we got it all wrong. I thought it was going to happen by now, so maybe we're supposed to do it this way. And then or all of the apostles with Jesus' earthly kingdom that whole time. Yeah, they just, they were like, but I, but I thought but he I was going to come back to restore yeah. Israel. Like, yeah, so many times, like, you see those examples. So they those examples kept popping up to me all throughout the day. But the other one we were going to talk about in the podcast was um, the Apostle Paul. And we're specifically going to go to Acts 26, where he is appearing before Agrippa and giving sort of his testimony of his life to Agrippa. And we're just going to read through some of the verses here, not the whole account. Um, Oh, you didn't want to be like me (laughs) and read the whole account? Um, We're going to start with verses 1 and 2. It says, Then Agrippa said unto Paul, Thou art permitted to speak for thyself. Then Paul stretched forth the hand and answered for himself. I think myself happy, King Agrippa, because I shall answer for myself this day before thee, touching all the things whereof I am accused of the Jews. Um, we're going to skip down to four. He says, My manner of life... alarm going off? You Sorry. Weren't? Do you hear the car alarm going off? No. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, do. <laughs> I was like, I thought that it was the computer, so I was going to stop you and be like, hey, computer's making a weird noise. And I was like, that's a car several streets over. Anyway. Car alarm going off. If it's yours, go check it now. (laughs) Um, My manner of life from my youth, which was at the first among mine own nation. mm, Sorry. Um, Let me try that verse again. Starting in verse four, (laughs) my manner of life from my youth, which was at the beginning. 
Sorry. <laughs> Do you want me to read it? No, I'm um, kidding. You've got this. I've got this. My manner of life from my youth, which was at the first among mine own nation at Jerusalem, know all the Jews, which knew me from the beginning, if they would testify that after the most straightest sect of our religion, I lived a Pharisee. So he was just going through his life that he lived as a Pharisee. Um, he was the strictest of the Jews, right? That group. And then skipping down to verse 9. I verily thought with myself oh, no. that I ought to do many things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth, which thing I also did in Jerusalem, and many of the saints did I shut up in prison, having received authority from the chief priests. And when they were put to death, I gave my voice against them. So once again, um, oh, I was going to read verse 11 also. And I punished them oft in every synagogue <laughs> and compelled them to blaspheme. And being exceedingly mad against them, I persecuted them even unto strange cities. So here we see Paul being raised as a Pharisee, right? And they were some that um, proposed to love God. They um, they appeared to want to keep his rule um, and keep it very strictly. And verse 9, he says those words, I verily thought with myself. As I said earlier, Fatal mistake. <laughs> Fatal mistake. Um, but yeah, he was, he just thought within himself, this is what I need to be doing instead of going to what the truth of the matter was. And where do we find the truth? The Bible. In the Bible. That's right. I um, did. I did it. <laughs> you, I thought, I thought maybe you were doing the Blue's Clues thing. Oh, and pause and wait. Yeah, I said, the, where do we find the truth? We didn't say that in the podcast, did we? I say we should do our podcasts from here on out to where she asks a question and then we just leave an awkward pause like it's Blue's Clues. And then we're like, that's right, the Bible. But then I answered, so I ruined that. So next time. (laughs) But yes, he should have just gone back to the scriptures, right? And looked for where the truth was and then settled on that as opposed to his own thoughts and what he expected to happen. So... Um, so those were our examples of things where people just thought to themselves that they should do this or that or the other instead of going to what the Bible says that we should do. Your perspective changes everything. It does. It um, does. And I was also thinking oh. of what? Oh, nothing. I was just getting excited for your next point. Oh, thinking our thoughts. That's my point. Thinking our thoughts. Thinking, comma, and our thoughts. Oh, I didn't hear the word and. I was like thinking our thoughts. I don't know what that means. We're speaking in riddles now. So I was thinking about it. And um, if we want to protect our thoughts, we need to go to Philippians 4, verse 8. Do you want to read that in your Bible? She doesn't like me touching her Bible anymore. I want to protect my thoughts and also my Bible. <laughs> There's no trust. Philippians 4, 8, which says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Okay, so if we're protecting our thoughts, right, we need to kind of run them through this test. Are they true? Are they honest? Are they just? Are they pure? Are they of good report? There be any virtue. (laughs) I'm sorry, what? And any praise. (laughs) Think Think on on these things. things. 
Also another good podcast. We're going to plug a different podcast oh. in our podcast Well, today. you should also listen to this podcast. Just listen to all the podcasts because you know what a good way to keep your thoughts right is listening to Bible podcasts like this one. Like Leah's. Leah Thrasher with her Think on These Things podcast. So she does a great job and she always ends with this verse, which I absolutely love. So you just stole her thing? No, I was plugging it. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're not ending on that verse. Oh. We're, we're going to end on a different verse. Oh, what verse are we going to end on? Um, Psalm 119 and verse 59. I'll beat you to it. I'm oh. already there. Never mind. She didn't tell me we were going there. I'm there now. Go for it. Oh, 59? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought on my ways and turned my feet unto thy testimonies. Okay, so we need to think on God's ways instead of on our own ways, right? Amen. Because his ways are higher, are higher than our ways. That's right. Oh, I That's know. It. And then you won't be disappointed. Yeah. Because God's plan is perfect. Like, is perfect. And, you know, you won't be expecting something that you don't receive. Yeah. I said that's true. Yep. It is true. Are you proud of me for making it through a whole podcast without throwing something, ripping something, or falling off of a chair? You're very destructive, but you've... I've gathered myself. um, I'm so proud. Growing up. (laughs) I'm so proud. So, as you go throughout the week, keep your thoughts. Think on these things. Yeah. (laughs) And listen to Leah Thrasher. (laughs) Yeah. In her podcast. Well, that's it. That's it. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) Jinx. Now you want me a soda. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.